That was the best love and I ever had. Me too. That goes triple for me. Word from between the bedsheets just came in. You're good, but you can always do better. We want to hear from all the sex kittens and dirty dogs out there. All the cuddlers, stocking wearers, rope tires and biters. Just remember, this is a show for all the lovers, not the fighters. Naughty rude. 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 The show where anyone can have their say. Sin Media acknowledges and pays respect to the people of the Woiwurrung and Boonwurrung language groups of the Eastern Kulin Nations on whose unceded lands the Sin office and studios stand. Sin Media also acknowledges the traditional custodians and their ancestors of the lands and waters across Australia where our content reaches and on which Sin partner organisations stand. Sovereignty has never been ceded. It always was and always will be Aboriginal land. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Naughty Rude Show. Hello. The naughtiest and rudest show on sin. And if there's a naughtier or ruder show on sin, please stop. That's us. I'm <laughs> Zach. I'm joined by Adam and Lena. How are we, people? Hey, I'm hello. back. Hello. It's nice to be back. Hello, hello, naughty people. In for another fantastic show tonight. Yes. Wow. We all feel beautiful in, we all intro. Feel sexy. We all feel sexy. Yeah, a little sexy, a little rusty. A little sexy, a little rusty. Oh, that's not sexy. <laughs> I'm, feeling, I'm feeling very hot, but I think that's because of the humidity, honestly. I'm melting right now. It's very hot and sticky. <laughs> anyway, if oh you want to find us, you can get in touch with us on our socials, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at Naughty Rude Sin, that is Naughty Rude, S-Y-N, or... Did you guys know Tumblr's making a comeback? Like, honestly, mm. Tumblr's making a comeback, so get you. in touch with us on... It is. Yeah. It is? Oh, Yo, yeah, it is. Gave it a bit of a shout-out How week. is it having a comeback? There's a long story, but basically Twitter is dying for a okay. lot of reasons, and Tumblr is taking advantage of that, and they re-allowed mm. nudity, which is definitely helping. That explains it all, honestly. It explains a lot of it. Yeah. Anyway, get in touch with us on our Tumblr, ask us sexy questions, or not sexy questions, but preferably sexy questions. Uh, you don't need an account, it's completely anonymous, just go to the naughty rudeshow.tumblr.com forward slash ask or if you don't want to stay anonymous and if you want to just hit us up, DM us on our other socials Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at Naughty Rude S-Y-N And you can find our show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts wherever you get your podcasts just search The Naughty Rude Show Tonight on the show what are we talking about? I think we're doing um, de- taking a deep dive into the world of uh, Reddit and all that, and all the fantastic questions that come out of that. As per usual, yes, we're talking about questions off the internet. Yes, age differences with dating, dating older versus mm. dating younger versus dating your own age. Exactly, dating <laughs> dating anything, honestly. And a wonderful little study that came out, or not really a study, more a trial of some new male contraception, uh, which, which is, is very very, very, very exciting exactly. so for women we as well. Definitely <laughs> going into that one in a bit but just a heads up sometimes the things we talk about can be a little bit heavy so if you feel the need to reach out to someone you can contact beyond blue at 1300 224 636 kids helpline at 1800 55 1800 q life helpline at 1800 184 527 also we aren't doctors so don't ask us about rashes or sicknesses or diseases or um uh, what other illness-related things can people have? I don't know. But basically, if you're sick... <laughs> Pregnancies. Exactly. Definitely <laughs> but that's no. not an illness. If you're sick, exactly. if you're sick not qualified. see a doctor, not some random people on a radio station, because that's a bad idea for a lot of reasons. 
Anyway, we love to on. offer. We love yeah, to offer love adv- to advice. advice. Of course, mixed experiences here on the show. And tell us, tell us your stories, but don't ask us for the medical advice. Precisely. Yeah. What about your weeks, guys? What's anything naughty, rude in your week? Let's kick it off. Well, like. Yes and no. I kind of had a kind of date today. It was less oh, a date. Oh, it, it wasn't, producer Zach it wasn't on a really, date. It, it wasn't really a date. A kind of date. It was, a, date. It was a catch up. It was definitely not romantic. Aww. It was a catch up with someone I had matched with on a dating app, but neither of us really had any intentions of it going anywhere. <laughs> and also it didn't really go anywhere. But, like she was nice, lovely yeah. person. Mm. It was a fun little day. Like nothing happened. That's mm. kind of... I, I, it, Hmm. It wasn't a date. It was a. It was a. We hung out. <laughs> it for was a, a meeting. It was a. We hung out for a couple hours. Yeah. We had a bit of coffee. That was it. And then okay. I came here. Hey, mainly like mainly people is never a bad thing. That's why I think about it. It was nice. Um. Anyway, on the note of that, uh, I'm also not on dating apps anymore. <laughs> so I'm like, man, this really ain't for me, is it? Nah, me nah. either. What about what about you, Adam? You got anything? Well, I may have or may have not spent the night at a uh, certain lady's uh, place oh, in uh, in Brunswick last very night. Very naughty and rude. <laughs> oh exactly. God. It was our uh, second very... r- second rendezvous, should I say? Wow. Was it as good <laughs> as the... being so like mysterious was with exactly. the choice of words? Was it exactly. as good as the first rendezvous? Honestly, I reckon it was better. That... Ooh, that's what you like to hear. <laughs> I mean, yeah, exactly. I can't be better because of the way I work, but very confident in my abilities. And, uh, and oh my god! <laughs> but no, honestly, r- really lovely girl. Like, great. Had a had a good dinner and then had a good dessert. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! god. Anyway, Lena. I think I'm going to be saying, "Oh my god!" <laughs> what about you, Lena? It is the naughty Root show. It's so funny because I'm hosting my own show, Lime Juice. I've got a pitch at 4 p.m. on Sundays, oh. and, and I don't have co-hosts, so it's so much fun to have this banter back and forth. Um, my naughty rude week. I went on a date with a guy that was younger. This weekend, I went on a date, and I don't usually date. Um, I don't know if you knew that about me, Adam. Zach knows that. Um, but I went on a date with a guy that I met at a party, and we hit it off at the party last weekend, and he asked me out for a drink. Mm. But uh, he's younger. He's two years younger, and he's mm-hmm. the same age as my younger brother, which makes me feel weird because my brother is so much younger in my head especially his friends so hanging out with a guy that was my brother's age was freaking me out and then we went on this date and he was super lovely the whole time but there was no connection whatsoever like at all so we were out together for like two and a bit hours and Yeah you, t- yeah, you kind of felt like you're like two different generations. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Exactly. He, he meant so well, but it really taught me a lesson. I was like, I don't think I can date younger again. It's, it's not. It's not going to happen for me. I feel like if your date starts reminding you of your family, then it's a sign that things <laughs> are not all good. When <laughs> The feeling is not very good when it comes to that. That is for mm. sure. Have you guys dated, dated younger, older, maybe older for you, considering you're quite young, Adam? Uh, yes, yes. Old. Older is definitely the option when it comes to me. <laughs> a little bit here and there, definitely haven't any, uh, no experience with mothers or something like that, so not that much. I do for like on a two, two, three years. and. Oh, Right. I do find, especially when I first started out, kind of like kind of getting into that, because honestly, not much happened for me in high school, so I didn't really kind of date anyone. Yeah. But kind of reaching eighteen, kind of started meeting meeting girls, having fun time. 
mm. and all that stuff. Um, nobody needs the details, but you can connect the dots there. I did find it was really interesting kind of going on dates with girls who were just kind of like me, just freshly out of high school. Yeah. Compared to people who just had like two, even three years on me. And mm-hmm. kind of, so they kind of been in the adult with that, that amount of time. Mm. And honestly, it does differentiate, like especially kind of the way they communicate both on a date and sexually. I did find out there's a lot of uh, differentiation between people. I mean, between personalities and also kind of just the way they, they act, the way they talk and the confidence they have. Mm, yeah, definitely. It's definitely different sexually. And yeah, um, like mm. with time comes more experience. You get to know what you like. And then that translates with age, I think. I think when mm. you're younger, it's still experimenting and then reaching exactly. mid-20s, I think people tend to know what they like at mm. that age. Um, your experience make make you make yourself who you are. Like They make your personality, but they also kind of make, kind of yeah, they make who you are and the way people see you. Mm, so it's mm-hmm. quite interesting kind of looking at that. Yeah. I have decided since from this weekend that <laughs> I will only date older now. And I think I will date closer to 30 moving mm. forward. Okay. There you go, oh, guys. Nice. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Putting there that out to go. the universe. Is there, exactly. so, so, kind of jumping off from, like, age versus experience, would you date someone who was older but less experienced? Oh, or that do doesn't you, bother that me. That doesn't bother you? That's no. Not, yeah. Yeah. not no, at all. It's more so the maturity and the worldly experience mm. that right. I'm looking for is, like, the perspective matters to me mm. and how much they know about, like, they've got a good idea of the world and what, what happens and just like not in a little bubble I think people that are closer to 18 are in a sort of little bubble of their friend group from school and they haven't taken a step out and been that much out of their comfort zone the maturity isn't there and all that because you're still very much a kid who can now drink alcohol legally Mm. and you can go to clubs and all that so you're kind of in the year you're kind of taking you're still a baby in the the grand scheme of things Mm -hmm. like you might know who you are but you kind of like you don't kind of the world sees you in a very different perspective Mm, and you see the world in a very different you kind of you are quite as you kind of I agree if you're very sheltered like 18, 19, 20 you have experiences but you get to kind of take that big step out in the world kind of on your own Mm. you're still kind of surrounded by family and friends you kind of have becoming like your own independent person That's that's what I find in my experience so far. And you're you're 19, Adam, yeah? Exactly, I'm the baby. Do you I'm feel like you've taken cast. a step out? Uh, by or doing you're it, still doing it? Uh, by doing this show, certainly. Yeah, um, kudos to you. Exactly, but no, honestly, yeah, just trying new things, being new people, just having a fun time, not even just in that context, but kind of career, career-wise. Yeah. Like kind of going straight from high school to uni, that was a big step. I was kind of like, that all the emphasis on me now. I need to make that effort to kind of make connections, with me people. Yeah, you're not going to get on a like a plate. You're not going to get like the magic card that says you now have five friends. You now have a great girlfriend. You now have a mm-hmm. sport network. You kind of need to make those networks and kind of form them through your own experiences. Mm-hmm. And yeah, honestly, I have like I'm still living with the parents, but I still meet. It's, um, yeah, still into parents. So free rent, we love that. But Very I think nice. uh, besides that, kind of like yeah, kind of venturing out, meeting new people. I felt like I've really made that step in the last couple of years. It's been awesome. It's great fun. Yeah, uni definitely does that. Opens your mind to like making new friends and putting yourself. The big thing is putting yourself out of your comfort zone is like mm-hmm. a big way to grow experience and maturity as a person. Zach, do you have any thoughts on dating older, younger? Would you like? Do you have any boundaries of how old you would date, or Where is there a the cutoff line? period? I definitely would date. So hmm. I'm 22. I think I could. I'd be fairly comfortable dating, like maybe a. 25 year old but I wouldn't date anyone below 20 so like no the way. age gap mm. younger is only yeah. two years the age gap older is about three years yeah right Precisely. because I feel like once you hit 19 maybe it's just 19 mm. is like they're technically still a teenager that just oh, feels yeah. icky yeah um because ultimately three years is not much time mm. and I feel like as I get older that gap might like 
relatively speaking widen yeah Mm. like if i like i could see myself Mm. right like if if you hear about a 45 year old dating a 40 year old it doesn't sound weird no Mm. but a 25 year old dating a 20 year old is like well yeah it's a bit uh, yeah as you you, you get older that experience plateaus out a bit yeah the experience Um, is all like very relative whereas from like from 15 to 25, the experiences you have are absolutely different, different yeah. every mm. year of that life. So I like, I finished my degree. I'm still studying a different degree now, but I finished my bachelor's. And I'm kind of like, would I... Like, even dating someone who is still doing their bachelor's, if they're younger than me, would feel weird. But yeah. dating someone who is still doing theirs, if they were older than me, wouldn't. Mm. I know that sounds really strange. <laughs> that sounds really strange because I've got, like, I know people who are, you know, older than me and still doing it because they did either longer degrees or they started later or whatever. Hmm. That wouldn't feel weird. Yeah, but, I get it. But younger would, yeah. yeah. Because, yeah, the people, the, the older, they've already gone through that experience perhaps or they've had that developmental process through another means. So yeah, that, it's mm. just different. Um, what were you going to say, Adam? Yeah, I think I'm kind of having that experience at the moment where I do find it, I would find it a bit weird kind of like meeting someone or going on a date with someone who's in year 12. Obviously, kind of like year 12, year 12 <laughs> yeah, finishing. Yeah, I understand that. But kind of like, yeah, me being 19, then being 18, technically it's only like a year. And like in my case, I'm a December baby, like Christmas baby. Yeah. So in most cases, like I'm meeting people and I'm only like, might only be a year and a half difference. But there's that big societal difference between being year 12 and the environment that surrounds being year yeah. 12. Yeah. Then being like a second year uni student and kind of like me being second year uni student then being year 12. Again, it's two years, but it is a very icky feeling. Yeah. I don't know how to feel about it. Another thing, like year 12s can be more more mature than uni students. <sighs> yeah. I'm no doubt about that, especially given the way uh, given the way I am. I'm no doubt that uh, some people in Year 12 are definitely uh, a lot more mature than me. But I think, yeah, it's definitely an interesting feeling to feel because technically there's nothing wrong about it, but I feel like the societal norms that you've been brought up... It still feels weird. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, a very, it's very icky feeling. If there's nothing technically wrong, like if it feels weird, then that's enough. <laughs> Welcome back to The Naughty Root Show here on Sin with Zach, Lena and Adam. How are we feeling, everyone? Yeah, not too bad. Interested in what the uh, next conversation uh, will involve because I believe it's a very fascinating subject we're about to, about to talk about. Yes, I'm feeling good and feeling also good. very excited about the next topic. I think well, it's revolutionary. The mm. next topic, it is revolutionary. And uh, this is coming from the ABC. There is a new male contraceptive being tested uh, and it's kind of designed as a long-term but temporary option, Mm. which doesn't really Mm. exist at the moment, right? Because the main forms of male contraceptive at the moment are condoms, which, I mean, they're temporary, sure, but they're not, like, (laughs) long-term, right? You use one, it's done. Mm. And vasectomies, which are long-term, and they can be temporary, but they're not, like, inherently temporary, Mm. and they can, like... It is a procedure to mm. get them reversed, and there are times when that procedure is not an option. It's very much a uh, one extreme to the other kind of yeah. approach to, to men's... Exactly. Yes, years. and and we have relied on females using contraception mainly with the pill. So it's nice to have the balance exactly. now yeah. with this so testing. Responsibilities so, even now. So the idea is it's like an injection that you can get that is meant to last for about two years Mm -hmm. is Mm. what the actual like judgment is, which, yeah, would be great because A, A, more options for contraception are always, 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 always worthwhile. But it gives men an option of like, okay, I want to take control of like my sexuality here. I want to keep myself and my partner, whoever, safe. I can do this and have that sort of safety net in place for two years and then I don't have to worry about it. Yeah. 
Yeah. And it's also important to note that um, alongside this testing, they're still saying that if the testing is successful, men should still use a condom um, to protect against STIs. But Mm. yeah, this is a great study. Like the testing is still ongoing now, but if it does prove to be successful, it's going to be changing the world, especially like men can be comforted within themselves knowing that if a woman perhaps isn't using um, contraception themselves or if there's an issue with a condom, as we know, Mm. nothing is 100% foolproof, then the male can be more protected in their own right. They can feel comforted within themselves. Precisely. And even kind of mental, there'll be, um, it'll really help mentally because they're not going to be kind of like those, that anxiety or that kind of worriness or kind of the doubtness that could kind of emerge in the head with both female and males. um, Like, could I be pregnant? Could she be pregnant? Oh my God, what is going on? Is my life suddenly over? All that kind of stuff. So yeah, it's just a huge layer of protection that leads to funner times and naughtier times for everybody involved. Yeah, exactly. And... Like, the idea of being, like, if you've got a penis, your options are limited, right? And having broader options, I mean, options are options. They're always worthwhile. Mm. The main concern, and again, this is coming from this article, uh, the main sort of concern, or not the main concern, but a big concern still is getting the funding for, like, Mm. widespread development because it's no good having a contraception method if people can't afford it, right? Like, let's face it, condoms are cheap. Like, Mm. they're, they're, that's what makes them such a, you know, good method is they protect against STDs and they're cheap, right? They're so easy to get. <laughs> so my one like question is how expensive will this be? Ideally, mm. you know, you'd want it to be fairly inexpensive so that people can get it every two years or as they need it. But it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. That's something we can't really speculate on because we can't see the future unless mm. either Definitely. of you can, in which case... What are you doing? Nah, here? Not one of my personality traits, <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah, if you can see the future, why are you here? And no, that would be amazing if there was some subsidy with this sort of thing, because as we know, like a parent bringing a child into the world if they're not ready for it is very not harmful nourish. to the child's mm. life. So this would be a huge benefit if this can be accessible and affordable. And, yeah, I think yeah. any wise men will get around it. Exactly. The less happy little accidents, uh, the better. I think that's something we can all agree on. That it's is not, for sure. It's not something that's expected to be ready anytime soon. It's still a few years. But mm. it's good that research is being done at the very least. The mm. more research into co- contraception, the better, the more effective we can make them. Very mm. much worthwhile. Exactly. Use protection, people. Just as a quick little PSA, uh, use protection, Kids, do it. You know, listeners, audience members, do Hot, it. It's a good idea. Um, just just putting yeah. that one out there. Exactly, yeah. Unless you feel like um, becoming a mother or father anytime soon, I would not recommend. <laughs> would, not, uh, would not recommend it. Would, I would definitely recommend protection. Would definitely not recommend going without. That yes. is for sure. Yes, and hopefully there is some more support from the ph- pharmaceutical companies mm. around this because um, we did read in this article that uh, there has been some contraceptive methods that have been successful for men, but there's been worry to that men um, about men taking this um, treatment because of the hormones that they may get mm. through this, which is crazy because the female contraceptive pill mm. actually gives females estrogen and progesterone to prevent ovulation. So females mm. are doing it. I think men should be able to as well. Yeah, mm. it's yeah, it's it really is just a matter of will there be widespread adoption? Exactly. Which hopefully, again, it's not something we'll find out for a few years, but mm. fingers crossed. It's a good step. It's a good. It certainly step. is. And we are diving once again into the world of the internet. 
Thanks to Reddit for coming up with some questions for us because uh, nobody submitted questions. If you've got questions, though, you should submit them, you know? Just just, just a little... It'd make, it'd make us <laughs> happy. A little nudge. It'd make okay. us happy, you know? Hit us up at, at NaughtyRudeSYN on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram or thenaughtyrudeshow.tumblr.com forward slash ask. But yeah, so these questions come from r slash sex and r slash ask Reddit after dark. I'm not reading usernames. You should know how this works by now if you've been listening to us. Becoming a weekly tradition of this, right? Becoming a bit of a weekly tra- tradition, right? Just helping out some people with their sexy problems. And some of these problems are very not sexy. But with their <laughs> sex-related problems. These might be questions that you need to ask that you yeah, didn't know exactly. you needed to exactly. ask. Uh, we're going to start off with a pretty simple one, one that we've kind of spoken about in the past. But we'll just, we'll just see how we go. Uh, how do you become more confident during sex? Mm. Oh, wow. Okay, mm. okay maybe not uh, a simple wants... one then. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot to talk about. I feel like confidence can present itself in very different ways. It's kind of the way you think about sex, but also the way you kind of see yourself as a person and also the way you see your body. Like, I would definitely say um, if you're kind of having anxiety issues with regards to where you look or you are scared of looking naked because it is scary kind of people seeing you in the flesh. I think, honestly, you just can't go to the gym or, yeah, just get a bit of a body care routine going. So that, could be, that could definitely be uh, something that I recommend. Yeah, yeah. Expanding on that, I think it's very good, like, to connect your mind to your body, whether mm. that's through the gym. But there's also other ways that you can do this, being, like, dance class is a really good way to mm. self-express. Um, or I know Zach and I have <laughs> talked about it previously, but being nude like even yeah, nude yeah, exactly. in your own home like mm. just get used to seeing yourself in the nude um i think that's like a really hot thing to like to feel embodied within yourself in your own time mm. and then being able to show that to your partner and of course like your sexual experiences if you're feeling like nervous um you can have the lights down low like there's mm. other ways to, it doesn't have to be done in broad daylight there's ways to ease into it i mean do it under the blankets and all that if you can't if you not, if you just can't yeah, if you get nervous about how it kind of looks while you're doing it, just kind of keep it on the blankets. Just as simple as that. Yeah, and I think there's also just a matter of practice and doing it with someone that you're comfortable with, mm. right? Keeping it up because, you know, we've spoken a lot about the confidence, like body confidence, but maybe it's like not necessarily body confidence they're worried about. It might also be like, am I performing well? Mm. But here's the thing. If someone wants to have sex with you, then obviously there's a reason they want yeah. to do yeah. that, they, right? They, they're like right? They're like, attracted go. already. Like, obviously yeah, there's a reason they want to do that. Mm. So, you know, maybe mm. have a little confidence in the fact that they just want to. Exactly. And as I say, um, practice makes perfect. Yeah. All right. We'll move on from that one. This one This one's more for me and Adam. Uh, oh, it's just very, it's, a, bit <laughs> of, it's a bit of a funny question. <laughs> oh, lovely. Because, it's a Reddit yeah. moment. Not, not necessarily, but it's just a bit of a, like a, okay, I can see why someone would ask that. Now I'm looking forward um, to it. Can men get a boner from non-sexual happiness? <laughs> Come on, boys, let us know. Tear, tears of happiness, okay. boner of happiness. <laughs> you can get boners for just for no reason. The, 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 honestly, they happen randomly. It had, honestly, it's, it's a penis <laughs> practicing. Exactly. It's so inconvenient. Down there has a mind of its own, honestly. Uh, there's it like does. a brain down there that is disconnected from the rest of the body. Yeah. <laughs> when it wants to do, when it wants to be happy, it will be happy. <laughs> the worst part for me, at least, is like, yeah. If I get, like, a random public boner, I'm like, oh, man. The problem is, now that I have it, 
I'm thinking about it, and that's making it harder for it to go away. <laughs> you can't, you can't, you can't like, turn it off. Exactly. You can't turn it off. And it's like, man, now is not the time. And you can't just it, need, like, kind of nature take a scorch. You can't, like, stop it. Stop it. Yeah, you wish you could. <laughs> there's no to, off button. It, it used to happen to me. I used to uh, do public speaking and debating, and it would always happen before I had to, uh, like, it was, like, nerves or something. Uh, anyway, <laughs> the point is, yes, you can. You can get bonus for fucking every reason, for reason under the sun. It. That is so funny. Is it's it, like, a... Not, so, there's no, like, method you guys have to put it back down. There, I think, think sad is, thoughts. Okay. So, sad there thoughts. is an actual... There My is an dog act, actual kind of Literally. technique that... I, I've had mixed success with this, but it is an option. Oh. Um, there's a bit of a trick of, like... No, no, that is the opposite of what you want to do. That, I mean, it'll go away eventually, but after you... You know, go all the way. Uh, yeah. um, no, no, not smack it. No. Yeah, what do you think it sounded like? No, um, the actual thing that you can do is um, so an erection is caused by blood flow to the penis. Yeah. Uh, so what you need to do is you need to get blood flow somewhere else. Uh, so clenching um, a muscle, <laughs> namely, like if you like clench your arms or legs, or like if you, if you like if you just if you just <laughs> tighten the muscles in your legs. It can help uh, increase blood flow to the legs, which will reduce blood flow to the penis, which can help oh, them go. I feel like I should well, be taking could, notes. Or you could put your head, maybe, this is not scientifically proven, this is a suggestion, put your big head, the big, not the small one, <laughs> upside down, increase I, blood do, do flow. Hand, if you're in public and you randomly flip upside down because you've got a boner. Oh. Go to the bathroom, sit on the toilet, and then put your head between your legs. But yeah, try it. Oh. That might work. Not... <laughs> Not to finish so, off, just yeah. to get the blood flow to change. Uh, yes, you can. Oh it's, it's very It's getting bloody uh, I love this conversation already. Let's move on. Let's oh, move on. Let's go one. to one that's... Okay, yeah, this one's probably just as just as. All right, let's rude. go. Uh, this one's not really a question. It's more like a situation, and I think we can offer some advice. Oh, no. <laughs> I can only come when I'm on top and I'm sick of it. Oh. Is this? A, I just, I'm assuming this is this a female or a male. Uh, it doesn't say. Doesn't specify okay. gender. Mm. Um, it must just depend on the d- depend on the positioning. Exactly. So perhaps, like it's obviously in or yeah at the right angle. So mm. it, uh, exactly, just and you to change it up. And the thing about sex is that you are allowed to have things that you like. Like we've all got things in the bed that we like getting done to us all we like doing and if that's kind of your thing be on top then but obviously this person's tired of it because mm. it does take more strength to be on top exactly from both female and male alike yeah but I think yeah maybe if you kind of maybe an alternative especially female is that if you kind of sick of being on top and you want to be on bottom trying to come maybe like while it's happening, just get a vibrator and hold it, hold it down there. Oh yeah, that could inc- bring, that's an increase kind of bring some toys in. Mm. I mean, I think that that works no matter like exactly what you've got. Like exactly, like I've done no before, toys. and I've done before with uh, certain ladies, and it requires a bit of multitasking. I'm not a multitasker, multitasker, <laughs> but I do feel like it's just kind of something different, or something good, enjoyable. Mm. But yeah, perhaps being horizontal. Mm. Or yeah. are trying things like underwater, maybe to alleviate the. Because when you're underwater, you can like give someone a piggyback, and you're like not feeling their full weight. Mm. A spa. So just, I, I think, yeah. The question I think that's there is like, how can I change up this routine? Mm. But this is the only routine that works for me. But it's boring. I think right. treat it like an adventure. Just kind of like, okay, we've done that. So especially if you are in a long-term relationship or casual relationship that you've been doing for a while, you can say, before you get started, like, I'd rather not do this tonight because I'm kind of just, I want to try something new. And just kind of shows you find out, like, what do you like? What do you want? Is there something you have in mind? Like, what are your fantasies? There and you go. Turn to a big game, turn into that's a big a, adventure. That's a good little segue into our last question here, uh, fantasies. 
Uh, how do I, 25 female, teach my boyfriend, 25 male, to be dominant in bed? <laughs> how do you? T- so, I mean, we can kind of expand it's, this. I think mm. to like, how do you teach someone what you to? Like I think what it, you want. it doesn't come, and I think it's something that requires practice. For some people, it can come naturally, but especially it's kind of in my experience, I usually have been the more dominant side of thing. And I think you just kind of need to ease your way into it. You can't just go like smack bang Christian Grey, Fifty Shades of Grey. No, you need to kind of like kind of start like like kind of start a square one and work your way up. Like start from like the easy things or kind of like just the things like teasing, mm. like a little bit te- like respectful teasing. And yeah. kind of you also want to know where the boundaries are. Yeah. Like, she's kind of really into, like, the BDSM side of things and wants to go down that alleyway. Make her tell... Ask her to tell her why she likes that and how she likes it. But uh, she kind of, yeah, kind of know what kind of the end game is and kind of almost, like, work backwards from there. Yeah, that's great advice. Mm. I'm going to say it better. Um, I mean, I've had the experience with a guy where I was, like, wanting him to be more dominant. And, yeah, the same thing. I guess I just, like, verbal communication the whole time was mm. key. To like keep knowing where people's boundaries were, and I th- and I respected that more actually to know mm. that he was more p- careful with me at first because sometimes it's scary if someone comes in so strong so exactly. quick, and it's nice for them to like learn. Mm. I um, think for the first time, don't I think first time don't do it. Just kind of ease your way into it. Practice makes perfect. It'll come. In more yeah. ways than one yeah. when, when it comes. Wraps yeah. up no our Reddit questions for the week. If you've got questions you want to ask us, you can send them in at Naughty Rude Sin. That's Naughty Rude S-Y-N on Facebook, Twitter or Instagram. Or you can do it nice and anonymously and with no account on our Tumblr, which is thenaughtyrudeshow.tumblr.com forward slash ask. Hi, we're Chris. And Laura from Love Boner. And you're listening to the Naughty Rude Show. On Sin. Next up on the show is something is a topic which might be a little bit sensitive, so it's just a bit of a content warning here. If uh, anything we mention here is a bit is a bit kind of tricky or a bit sensitive for you guys, have a bit of a break for about five ten minutes and be and be and you're more than welcome back for the cheeky in conversations. Uh, this conversation is um, sex on the rougher side of things, so the more kind of physical, the kind of not exactly more vanilla, the more colourful side of uh, side of things in the bedroom. That is for sure, and basically just our experiences and all like that. Um, Rough sex is an interesting thing because the beauty about sex is that um, what you like and what you dislike, it varies from different persons. Some people really enjoy it, some people don't. But one thing is very important is that you want to know where the boundaries are with it, in my experience, because I have quite a bit of experience with it. And it's not a thing that I'd recommend kind of going for the first time. Like, it's not something you want to say to a girl or a guy like, yeah, I want to do it like this, I want to do it as hard as we can in as many different positions. You kind of ease your way into it. And, yeah, so... Uh, I feel like I'm not talking to myself at the moment. So, what, what are you guys? Uh, what are your kind of? What are your We're guys letting you do over? your bit, man. Yeah, exactly. Well, I, feel yeah, like yeah, I feel like yeah. I'm doing a bit of a motivational speech and all that. <laughs> you, like, said, you, just, you just said can't throw people into it, and here we are getting thrown into it. You know. Exactly. I apologize. I apologize. <laughs> no, I, I no, like no, the no, I like the company. Very, it's very okay. <laughs> um, I mean, look, I don't have experience, as we <laughs> all know, um, <laughs> so I won't comment too much on things mm. that I have not done. Uh, mm. But I will say. Having sort of done a bit of, like, research and things like that into mm. tangentially related, like, BDSM-type communities mm. and things, communication is always stressed as a really important aspect of those because, mm. yes, you know, any sort of... I mean, any sort of sex, but, like, especially when you're getting into more sort of edge play kind of, you know, yeah. dangerous-type, mm. like, dangerous stuff, mm. you want to be clear that, you know, people are having fun. Right, and that's the thing. Mm. A lot of people do find rough sex fun mm. in very specific like ways. You know, they don't. Mm. N- nobody, nobody wants to just be like 
thrown against a wall out of nowhere, right? Precisely. But some people want to be thrown against a wall after having said, hey, can you throw me against the wall? Precisely. Mm. And it's very much a matter of being clear with what you want, Mm. right? Because it's no good to say, you know, oh, I want sex to be rough. And then not saying what rough means to you. Yeah, exactly. Rough is different for everyone. Exactly. Mm. Some people might think that rough is something, you know, like it's just, oh, we're just going to bounce around on the bed a little bit. And then some (laughs) people might think rough is like choking or something. And it's like, that's that's a lot more intense. And Mm. that, you know, both of those, yeah, are considered rough sex. Mm. But if you don't want that and you don't make that, like Mm. if you don't make it clear what you mean, then it's going to be hard for your partner to actually know. Mm. On that note, if it's not clear... Ask. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say, on the other side, like, don't just assume. Like, if someone says, I like rough sex, don't be like, okay, I'm going to smack you. Like, mm. you've got to communicate saying, like, mm. what do you mean by that? Let's talk about, like, let's visualize what that could look like. Mm. Because, as we've said, rough is different for every single person. The same with sex. Everything is so individual. So, having the communication is the main part of this, like, with any sexual experience. And communication is so hot. Like, it can mm. be dirty talk throughout the sexual experience. Yeah, Like, exactly. checking in awesome. is hot. It doesn't have to be awkward. And things like, even kind of even kind of beforehand, you can kind of text someone, for example, let's say spanking. You can kind of say, oh, I can't wait to pull you over my knee and spank your ass. And if they kind of say, oh, I like that, I like that, and then would you want me to use my hand or the belt, or like a belt? Like, just mm. kind of be, be hyperbole. So it's kind of like, you just want to start from, like I said before, in our Reddit segment, you want to kind of see what, know where the end zone may lie, and you want to yeah. kind of just work back from there, and then kind of start from step one. Yeah. And if yeah. you are, if you are, especially from my experience, if you're afraid of using your hands or you feel like that, then maybe use some toys. Kind of yeah. use whatever various sex toys you want to use, whether that be a dildo, vibrator, whatever, personal choice, and kind of use those as kind of like a way of kind of doing rough sex. Yeah, checking in at all points is so important because mm. sometimes people can get carried away and... Mm. F- Perhaps forget to check in and know that the other person's not so comfortable. So definitely discussion throughout. I think a big thing also, especially in rough sex, because some people like, um, obviously, like they, I think a huge thing is a, is a safe word. Because some people like they just kind of, once they get started, they just want to keep going. Kind of like, they might be saying, no, it sounds, if they were saying no, they stop or like, oh, oh, like kind of groaning and moaning, but that's not their way of saying stop, like, I'm, I'm not like anymore. So if you have like a uh, sex word, uh, safe word, it can be something funny, it can be cucumber, it can be mm. foot AFL. Make yeah. It, yeah, yeah. Make, make it something that nobody would accidentally say exactly. during sex. Completely like, out of context. Yeah, something completely, completely different. Yeah, and just like verging on that idea of what you were saying about like sometimes people say no, but it's like kind of part of the role play and all that mm. sort of thing. That needs to be established yeah, at the beginning exactly. as well. Absolutely needs to be like, like saying precisely. yeah so if there's not a no then there has to be a safe word because something needs exactly. to resemble a no it, and, it, and I wouldn't I would recommend if you're gonna do some sort of rough sexual experiences please do it with someone you're comfortable with precisely. I don't set this up on an, a tinder a dating app mm. and like you need to have some solid trust before you start getting into this sort yeah. of sexual activity don't but do also it. like not just like going beyond trust it's like this is very specific stuff that you need to know that you would actually enjoy. Sure. Like, the other person would be able to meet your needs as much mm. as you would be able to meet theirs as well. Like, even just going beyond, like, obviously you need to trust the person. Honestly, you should trust anyone you're having sex exactly. with, ideally. Mm. Like, make sure you're compatible, just in general, you know? Mm. It's a very specific thing that not everyone will be into. Don't expect someone to be into it. 
but if they are, great. You know, mm. that's yeah, great. Yeah, I definitely think starting off with the more traditional type of sex is healthy mm. because then you can understand how that person navigates themselves in the bedroom before you introduce more risky sexual I think encounters. exactly like um, especially if you are doing a casual thing you kind of want to take it up a notch don't just kind of say oh can I be over your do you, do you want me to come over to your place tonight and then kind of hit it off I can just have dinner have lunch make a big night of it have a bit of a fun time if you've been affected by any of the topics discussed there are people you can reach out to if you need some help you can contact Beyond Blue on 1300 22 4636 Kids Helpline on 1800 55 1800 Lifeline on 13 11 14 and the National Sexual Assault and Domestic Violence Counselling Service on 1800 RESPECT. Hello. Hello. We are going to talk about dating multiple people. As we know, when you first start dating, well, when you open yourself to dating... And being on the apps, there can be multiple options and perhaps we want to spread ourselves out a bit, get to know a few different people at the same time because you don't want to put all your eggs in one basket. If you really want to date someone, you might be looking in different uh, different ways. And right now I have a friend who is dating like, I think three people at the same time, just early, early dates <laughs> and feeling the same about each of the people at the same time, Oof. like not feeling like one mm-hmm. is sort of piquing her interest more, mm. but she's sort of three dates in on with all of them. So she doesn't know at what point it's getting to that weird period right now where she's like, when do I, this am I time. like... Pardon? Like it's decision time and all that. Yeah, thing. sort of like the conversation is lurking as to like what what are we sort of conversation. Mm. And um, she has like made it pretty clear to some of them that, well, two of them that she just wants to like see how it goes, no pressure mm. for a relationship. So I wanted to ask you guys, at what point mm. do you think... Okay, my question is, at what point do you think, when you're dating multiple people, early days, Mm. do you think that the other people need to know that you're seeing other people at the same time? Or do you think they don't need to know? At what point should they know? Mm. I mean, I think there's nothing wrong with making it clear that you're dating multiple people, right? Like, just Mm. saying, like... And you don't need to say, I'm dating X number of people, Mm. but just saying something like, you know, I'm just dating around casually at the moment. Mm. That gets the same point across. Mm -hmm. And I think that makes your intentions a lot more clear, which is good. Mm. That being said, if it's not that serious at the moment, I don't really think there's a need to specify either. Mm -hmm. Like, as long as you're not lying and saying, oh, yeah, of course we're exclusive when you're not. Mm. The only other instance where I think it might be kind of important to make it clear is... That if you're seeing multiple people and if you're sleeping with multiple people, then there is an increased Mm. risk of, like, STDs. Mm. So you should probably be, like, you know, on top of that and partners might want to know about that. I I think they should know. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, But, like, dating around is so just normal and I think it's something Mm. that's, like, so whatever. Like, like if if you're not saying we're in a committed relationship, then you're not in a committed relationship. Precisely. Did you want to know where those boundaries lie? I think it's also important that before you begin any of that, you kind of look at yourself as like, what do I, me as a person, what do I want? What do I need? And what do I, What situation do I feel like is going to be best for myself? I feel like once you understand that, then you can kind of start making decisions where you want to go with relationships. Yeah. But I think yeah, it is important that you definitely don't leave someone kind of like down the yellow brick road and then you just end up meeting <laughs> witches. So you kind of like, yeah... <laughs> 
<laughs> Do you say in Don't End Up Meeting Witches? Yeah, it's a bit of a Wizard of Oz uh, <laughs> reference. Exactly. Way with words, the journalism degree is working our wonders at the moment, that is for sure. But I think the point remains in all that. It's like, you want to make the person feel like you want to be filled. If you want to give them, if you just want to slip around casually and give them a good time in that regard, then you also want to feel that way. So you want to be fair to the person and you want them to be fair to you. And then you just want to take it there and kind of just be easy with it. Yeah. yeah, but some people might be. Some people don't like that. Mm. They don't want to know. Like they don't want you dating other people at the same time. So mm. it, it can be a bit scary to make that comment mm. and say, you know, I am seeing other people at the same time. Mm. It can still be scary. Some people be like, oh, so I'm only seeing you. Mm. Why are you still seeing other people? Am I not it uh- for you? And no one wants to be a heartbreaker. No one's kind of want to be the one to kind of break someone's heart or kind of like make them feel shit because it's, it's the exact same reaction. Then kind of like if they're kind of react like that to you, kind of saying, oh, I'm actually seeing multiple people, then you'll probably feel like, oh, my God, should I have to change something? Mm. Is the way I'm going about it wrong? Am I hurting people? You kind of start second guessing yourself and it can be pretty hard to deal with mentally. Yeah. But I feel like, yeah, even like if you just kind of, even like just on the first time you meet and kind of like, oh, casually man, not kind of like, what are you looking for? Are you looking for a girlfriend? Are you looking for a hookup? Tell me now. But kind of like, yeah, just kind of gently ease your way into the conversation. Kind of like, so what are, like, yeah, what are you kind of looking for now? Like, kind of just happy meeting people or like, yeah. Well, but, some, sometimes people don't know. Like, sometimes yeah, they want exactly. a connection, but they're not sure if they want it. They're happy for it to go casual if mm-hmm. if that's the vibe. Or So, sometimes it's just hard. Like, it depends yeah. on the individual connection. Exactly. And that's the thing. Like, human brains, every, everyone's different. Everyone's kind of wired differently. Everyone kind of marches to, marches to, made of different, if, to a uh, different drum. And, yeah, honestly, you, you'll never know until it kind of happens, until you kind of get to that decision time where you need to meet someone, where you meet someone, and, yeah. And whether you're on the end of seeing multiple people or you're the only one or you're one of the people seeing them, you honestly, you might never know. So it's a tr- to sum it up, love is tricky, sex is tricky. It's, it's all a it's all That's just this whole show. Exactly. That's just this whole show. Love is tricky, sex is tricky. Do what feels right in the moment Precisely. if it's consensual. Um, but I think answering my own question on behalf of my friend yeah, that answers the question. Knowing the vibe with the person at the mm. time, you can tell once they start getting more serious than you mm. do. And I think that's when you think, okay, maybe I'm starting to lead them on mm. because they might be hoping for more. So I need to manage their expectations and let them know my mind is more open than theirs is. Exactly. And I think you'll definitely kind of feel like the situation you're hanging out with. If you're only hanging out with someone for sex, or kind of when you're meeting up with them, you're kind of having sex every every time. Then it's probably more than a casual thing. But you're kind of grabbing coffee, hanging with them, just kind of chatting, yeah. enjoying their company. Then that's probably more they're feeling more relationship type of vibe. Mm. Or you can just ask them. Yeah. Are you feeling more relationship type of vibe, or do you want to just stick to yeah. casual sex? Yeah. Just so ask them. It's a tricky thing. It's my life. Because sometimes it scares people when they're asked. They're exactly. like, oh, okay. Oh, we have to decide this straight up. Exactly, I guess. Yeah. Some people are like, I was just having fun and I was waiting to see where it went. I mean, exactly. when I say ask, like, if you're not sure, like, if you've met them a couple times and you're still not sure, then I think that's fine to ask. Maybe don't ask on the first the first time you meet. So, like, are we are we going for a relationship or is this just casual sex? <laughs> but, like, <laughs> if you've met time. a couple times and you're still not sure, maybe just, just put the question out there. Mm. Exactly. But, yeah, I think it just varies from person to person, groups of people to groups of people. And some people you might get hooked on. We're talking about saying I love you platonically mm. because this week my housemate said... I love you, Helena. (laughs) And I said, I love you too. Do you guys say love you platonically? 
It depends on who I'm with, but there are... Actually, it doesn't depend that much. Yeah, I say it a lot. I say it a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. <laughs> I think that, like, a lot of my friends, I'll just be like, man, I love you. You're Aww. the best. I love you so much. Like, I say that so much. I feel like the only person I don't say it to is the friend who I actually have a crush on. Uh-huh. Oh. <laughs> and in our next segment, Zach, Zach and the crush. No, uh, there is no next segment. It's the end of the yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. You know? Zach's happy about I'm that. Sa- I'm saved. I'm saved. <laughs> saved by the bell. It's beautiful to say I love you it's to great. friends. It's so fun. I think it's our generation has made mm. it cool. I think, yeah, I don't think it's been as cool until now, I think. Especially with, um, with like, the... I, I think of a show like Heartbreak High where there's Love such the a... New, I don't know if anyone's watched life. it. Yeah. Love it. There's such a close friend circle and it doesn't... People don't think about their genders or the way they identify. Everyone's just, like, very open about their feelings. I think that's very special yeah, part. They do care for each other. I think, yeah, it just kind of depends, like, where you, where your friends are, kind of history you have with your friends and kind of, like, what your experience have been. Mm. Like, especially as kind of someone like... I'll admit, most of the mates I have, they are straight, straight white guys. Yeah. And like very much kind of like you play footy in play footy in winter, play play cricket in summer. So kind of very traditional kind of Aussie <laughs> bogan. How, 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 yeah, no, the I'm sure they, these are the guys that say no homo, right? Here and there, here and there. But yeah, it honestly, I'll admit, it is quite difficult to kind of tell them that you actually care for them without it kind of coming out as kind of like yeah, homo. Cor- not mm. yeah, kind of like kind of not just all just corny. It's like. Yeah, you don't. You, you rarely, if ever, have conversations with my mates. It's seen as cringy. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I will say, like, uh, amongst guys, mm. it's often seen as like, "Oh, that's so cringe. Like, why are you doing that?" Exactly. Like, eh, just like, be sincere about it. Like, you're mates with them for a reason. You care for your mates. If you didn't care for your mates, you wouldn't be mates with them. You wouldn't care what happened. And if something did happen to my mates, like, I would really care. I would really want to help them get better. But I think yeah, it does kind of also time kind of mental health and all that kind of having those conversations, breaking down those barriers. It still is quite hard for a lot of people. And it's still really hard for people to kind of admit that I care for these people just as mates and they, they care for me. Yeah. So I feel like there's a lot of kind of, yeah, it's like breaking down barriers and that is still a struggle for a lot of people. Yeah, because people show it in different ways and it very much depends on how they're brought up. I was brought up in a family where we say love you before we go to bed. So it's mm. always been really comfy mm. for me same. to say love you. Yeah, same. Oh, wow. We were all quite... Oh, there we go. <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> no wonder we're so easy about it. Exactly. Whereas other people, I have a good friend who that wasn't something mm. that happened in her household and, and the same with physical touch she didn't hug in her household so she's grown up only wanting to exactly. like hug her significant other but won't hug Anyone and else? she's like mm. she's made a real conscious effort to break through to that because she's like I want to be someone that shows my affection to my mm. friends she's like I like receiving it and I understand why people do share it and it's an it's interesting to see mm. her crack through that and lately it's so sweet she's like practice showing her, her love to me like even though it doesn't feel right like mm. it's starting to become more natural for her mm. so that effort is really like sweet to watch I feel like a lot of guys kind of they don't go for the hug they kind of have a bit of an alternative to the hug they kind of go for like the one hand the kind of like the one hand handshake oh, yeah, and, and they kind of like, bring like, it in, in. Pat, I see the pat on the back a lot exactly. which to be fair that is just a hug like like yes you're patting him on the back but like you're embracing them that's yeah. a hug exactly. just admit it just admit it. Because, like, at the end of the day, we love our mates. Like, that's why we, they care for us. We care for them. We like being in their company. And if we didn't, we honestly wouldn't care for them. And, yeah, and affection always feels good. Like, it's from your friends, of course, it's, as long as they understand your comfort zones, it's always mm. nice to receive compliments or, um, like, for someone to show their appreciation for you existing or you being honestly. that unique person to the group. So, 
let's let's embrace hugging and exactly. let's embrace yeah, loving. Like, if you're, love in the if world. you're not into it, like that's fair. Like you don't mm. have to want to hug. I know some people that don't like it, and yeah, yeah. that's fair enough. But I think think about why you don't like it. If you don't like it because you just don't like that's fair but if it's more a matter of oh it's weird to hug your friends it's like is it though is right. it though you know maybe just 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 have a little hug just yeah, hug it out try it out just, just hug it out bro exactly it's good there's it's so many positive hormones that come out when you have a hug it's so good for your mental health but if you're not comfy with that yeah. of course mm. ease I- into it or if you don't want to do it at all there's there's people out there that have other ways of expressing love mm. through Acts of service. I, like, I do have some friends that I, hug, like, that I hug very, like, for lack of a better word, violently. <laughs> okay, this sounds <laughs> like, concerning. Like, <laughs> it's not, it, it, yes, we're hugging, but it's borderline, like, a tackle, um, <laughs> which <laughs> is, Hell like, yeah. yes, it sounds concerning, it's very fun. Okay. okay, so like, it's just like an like ultimate loving s- action. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't Come here, like, baby. I wouldn't put it like that. Okay, <laughs> I wouldn't put it like that. But it's more like if I see them from across the room, it's like I am running to you, and we are hugging. It is happening now. <laughs> There's only like three people, and they probably know who they are if they're listening. And oh, yes, that's if cute. you think it might be you, it's probably you. When I see you, I will tackle you. Because um, you can't much. contain all the love in your heart. You There's just need too to. Much love, you know? Oh, exactly. wow. You, know? you need to get all that energy out with the run up, jump on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm exaggerating very slightly, but just slightly. Just a little um, bit. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Very, wholesome, very wholesome chats here on the Naughty Road Show, that yeah. is for sure. And if nobody said this to you yet today, I love you. Hello, 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 and goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. We are all done for another Sunday evening. End of the show. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. It's been a good show. Yeah, we've had fun. Fun, fun. Talked about interesting things. We've spoken a lot about, like, dating this time. We've gone for, like, age differences in dating, contraception, new form of male contraception, which is really, really cool. Talking about, you know, answering some questions, as we love to do, which you should get your questions in. Dating multiple people and saying I love you to, to, the, to the mates, to the homies, to the friends, to yeah. the bros. You know, do it, do it. Tell your mates you love them because it's important and everyone loves to be loved. Yeah, we told you we love you and we'd love yeah. to hear from you if you love us. Yeah, Reach out to us. Manipulative. <laughs> <laughs> Reach out. We're going to feel so unloved tonight if we don't hear from you. No, no, not at all. Reach out to us on our socials at Naughty Rude Sin if you want to get in touch with the show. That's S-Y-N on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. We'd love to hear your questions. You can reach out to us as well if you want to be anonymous through our Tumblr which is the naughty rude show dot com forward slash ask otherwise catch the podcast previous episodes of the show on spotify apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, just wherever you listen to podcasts really check it out give it a listen you know there's some good stuff up there there's some interviews up there we've been talking to like some of the artists behind like fringe festival performances and things like that which has been a lot of fun so check those out let us know what you think and uh yeah stay sexy you know <laughs> It's important. What a great outro. Stay sexy. Tell people you love them. 